0: I'm Ryan Castle. It is showtime.
1: Hmm. This is the song we went with.
0: This is the one I went with. I wasn't sure what we were going to go with. I wasn't sure what I was going to go with, but I'm going to go ahead and give a backstory. I hadn't actually listened to The Beat Goes On in several months. Maybe it was just five days and it feels like a lot long, but... As we were setting up, Greg Arias over here kept singing this song, a cappella. So naturally I joined in. Yeah, you and, did. And we did about four verses that I actually think was the same verse on repeat. Yeah. But we just yeah. kept singing it. I was setting up the microphones. Yeah. And then after about 10 minutes straight of us singing the song, I was like. I think there's gotta Wait be a here. second. This we must be on to something this has here. has gotta be our intro now. Yeah, this is where we're at. So
1: every now and then the song just pops into my head, and I have to.
0: That's how I live. I have to sing it. Always be something new. new. To All right. I don't want to make the whole new. intro uh, another song because we did this last time. Yeah, let's cut it. But. The beat goes on, the man. The beat does go on. Just like my love. Mm-hmm. It might be over, but the beat's going on, guys. And the beat will continue. Worry guy. not. So it is time. We've reached the epic milestone of episode eight of the wow. three things we got to talk about How podcasts. does it feel,
1: man? Do you, you feel like what? the same person? I already just feel no, completely different?
0: No. My now? life has taken a complete whirlwind turn. You didn't mm. even look the same. That's... I mean, you, that's, Physically, you've that changed. That sounds unhealthy, because I feel like... I am concerned. Okay. Well, I should probably talk to a doctor about that, and yeah. uh, I'm going to try to not let that get in my head Mm-mm. through this whole episode, but it's already there, and it's going to fuck up this whole thing now, but you know what? The beat will go on. The beat on. goes on, dude. Yeah. This is actually the moment when I first got the idea of this podcast. I was really looking forward to getting to this point, mm-hmm. where I have put out several episodes. The beat is going on. It's going to be everlasting. This is the second Greg episode, second. and uh, that in itself, I think, means that we are on something. Tell us what we're drinking right now, Ryan. Today's episode is sponsored by Angry Orchard Hard Cider. What flavor are you drinking? Mine was a uh, crisp apple. Mine's easy apple. Sounds like we're drinking completely different flavors. Because Greg said, I think I'm dealing with a little bit of hangover. All it took was a couple of glasses of wine last night. And yeah. I'm feeling it. And I'm yeah. like, I got you, dog. I'm going to run to the store, and I'm going to get something that's not too hard, not too soft, mm-hmm. but a little something that just soothes, so it's not going to be a difficult chug or a difficult sip. Yeah, but, uh, I needed this. It'll get you right there needed... in the scallion region. Yes, yeah, uh, the
1: scallion region. I made huh? it
0: up. I was hoping I came up with a better word right at the top there, but... Uh, you
1: came like, up with a type I, of onion. I did. That'll work, though. I thought it was a type of,
0: like, shrimp.
1: Right? You scal... What is it in the scallion? Scallywag. Oh, yeah. I was going to say scallywag. Uh, no, scallion's was like a long, for. skinny... Green onion, I think. That's
0: true. No, it's the round one.
1: No, I think it's the long skinny one. You chop up. Mm. But You don't okay, know your but, onions, man. No, no, no,
0: but once chopped up, then it does look like the little round salon. So yeah, yeah, thin, yeah. That's usually how you see them on your chopped salad out. or pasta. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever. That's whatever how
1: disconnected we are from our food is we just know it prepared.
0: How you... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not a farmer, right? You're not, right?
1: I'm not a farmer, no. I've never farmed.
0: So yeah, that's why usually our food is seen as prepared. Once it's like served to us in restaurant form.
1: We've gone off the rails right now.
0: That's what this show should have been called. As I've now recorded a few episodes, I should have just called it Off the Rails. Off the Rails. And uh, basically the entire concept is we try to talk about some serious subjects. Yeah. And inevitably we're going to talk about Lucille Ball and Birthday Clowns.
1: Yeah, that'd be a weird combo, but knowing us, we'll get there. We'll
0: find a way to do it. That's the challenge I accept. I didn't even properly intro. I'm joined by Greg today. Did I need to? That's what? it. There it is. It's great, guys. Well, now that it's your second episode with me, it's like old hat. It's like old times back when we do the Newcastle experience, and this is just where we're at now. Like, yeah. yep, guess what? Mm-hmm. We run this radio shit into the podcast world, and we are going to take over like a stick of dynamite.
1: Dang. You exploded there.
0: Like a stick of dynamite. Like a stick of dynamite. And the beat goes on.
1: Tell me about what we're going to uh, be touching on here today, sir, because there are random slices of paper on, your, on this table. One I just picked up. You know you're in Ryan's house when you pick up a random slice of paper that says Keith Sweat Twisted.
0: (laughs) Only, (laughs) Only in Ryan's house do
1: you find such
0: treasures. That is from The Hat. Which we might go to later. I don't know. But in the previous episode, me and Juan guys were doing baby making jams from the nineties. We we're doing oh, some R and B killers. Gotcha. We didn't we didn't get to that one. Keith Sweat uh twisted, I'm sad. We'll we'll have to hit that one next time. Maybe we put it in the hat today. Maybe we just recycle it, yeah. Yeah. And it goes back in the hat. Okay. But uh I believe you asked what we're discussing today. That's right, yeah. I believe I got three things
1: okay. to discuss. All right. So, Three things. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The name of your show is uh, Three Things We um, Will May or May Not Talk About, right?
0: You almost remembered the name of the show. Right, yeah. You're getting there. Right?
1: I'm, I almost remembered the name of the show that I am actively a guest on. It's
0: not, we not may or may not. We gotta talk about these we things. We gotta talk got about big to. things. Got to! Not even got to, it's gotta. Greg Arias. Yes. Got some things we gotta talk
1: about. Okay, let's do it then. You know how we do that? With our mouths.
0: And with a rundown, which we're going to toss it up to right now. Throw it up there. There you go. And kick it off with thing number one.
1: Thing number one...
0: The natural Greg sound effects are actually going to become my main number system Yeah, just, the show just hit
1: me up. I'll just get, send you a bank of sound effects I make with my mouth. In bank form? Yeah.
0: Now we're talking. I'll give you a debit card. That's how I enjoy my sound effects. Thing number one. All right, that just done. I, I didn't tell you about this, but I hired a loud motorcyclist to Perfect time. run around and be my new number one sound effects. Yeah, when, after. When you weren't going to come through. Thing uh, number one. Number one. There we go they number one, (laughs) they number one. Okay, and it is.
1: (sighs) I'm feeling this hangover, man. Just gotta let you know. Not like hungover hungover, but just enough, you know?
0: Well, that's because you're only one and a half done with that bottle there, bro. Easy apple. Go ahead and piece that easy apple down into your gullet. That was what I was looking for the other day, or earlier, like 10 minutes ago. What's that? And I said scallion regional. I think I meant gullet. I don't think I did. But now that I just said it, I'm thinking that would have. That
1: would have been, been yeah. That, that would have been, been better been than the
0: onion region. Yeah. I still haven't said thing number one, right? Nope. We're like we're like 48 minutes into the show. Wow. Yeah. We can really bullshit about nothing. All right. Okay. And I would like to say before once again before I get to thing number one. The theme of this show, as well as pretty much anyone with Greg, uh, is we didn't really discuss anything, because uh, we work best that way. If we start to talk about it, we say too much good stuff, and we're like, not going to even use that now. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Although, actually, thing number one- I don't know who I Thing am. number one actually did come up because of something you said, and I audibled it. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead. And, I don't know why I'm withholding thing number one so bad. Like It's like a pinata with- Yeah, like, dude, the good share
1: candy. it with us, for crying out loud. We're waiting over here. We're on the edges of our seats.
0: And so is that bus. That bus. You know what? That's what it is. Is every time I'm about to say it, a sound. All right. And, and uh, you're and, clear. And we're clear. Does Instagram actually just make people sad? Yes, it
1: does. <laughs> Next question. <laughs>
0: So this was an audible, right? I just said, we didn't do a whole lot of game planning as to what we're gonna talk about. But as we were prepping right now, he's looking at his Instagram. He's like, dude, Instagram just makes me sad.
1: Honestly, I was fine. I mean, I'm good, you know, and then I then I That's open up said. the app and then I start scrolling and I get like deep into, and I see things and then I keep scrolling. And then I come back, you know, to the room that we're in, and I just felt a degree now sadder. I just felt a, d- a very subtle degree sadder. It looks just—it
0: feels a little bit more bleaker. It Which just s- like, sucks because we're doing the three things we got to talk about: podcast with Castle and Greg right now. Like, that's no time to get sad. The best place you could be at any point in the world. I yeah, think, I think.
1: But then I put my phone down five minutes after I said Instagram makes you feel a little bit sadder. I picked it up again, like mm-hmm. impulsively, and I was like, look at what I'm doing, look what my arm is doing. My arm did it on its own, and then my fingers did it. And, and then... that is
0: what I noticed. It's not necessarily that Instagram is making me sad right now, as much as just, uh, you ever like scroll through and you're like, I've already seen the same stupid picture, for like, this is like a fourth time I've looked at this dumb picture today, and then you get almost annoyed, like, why the fuck am I looking at this? And you'll throw your phone across the room, Uh, Landing safely in a bed because you know better than just throw it through a window at this point Whatever is like your go-to like most used app which I think for me and a lot of other people might be Instagram You just accidentally be like why am I looking at it again? Like damn it.
1: Yeah, it's just compulsive and it's the same kind of photos. Everybody's happy place. Yeah Everybody's just so happy on Instagram
0: or those like written words that are like some grandiose statement of like this is how I live my life. I think you should all live this way too. My feed tends to be those mixed in with heart pains in front of the sunset and then like a couple videos of like people getting hit in the balls and like Barstool or something. It's of course, like that's yeah. pretty much what my feed tends to look like.
1: And I'm guilty of it too. Like a lot, of, most of my photos on Instagram are just fancy, nice, you know, like travel photos. Greg goes outside, wasn't it? Greg that? goes outside, yeah.
0: Or was that the name of the show you wanted
1: to That start? was the name of uh, the show. That was the name of the travel show that I was. Did we yeah. ever? I, I remember. We did like a, one episode. We did it like
0: one in Santa Monica. Strong either. episode. Yeah. And that's it. And we put it, it left down. a mark on America. We're like, I don't think America could handle any more of that. Mm. We backed off slowly.
1: Yeah, we gave. Yeah, America's like, well. Gonna leave it at that. America, you could only handle one episode that they didn't even see.
0: <laughs> it never got released, I don't believe. Yeah. It's still it's in the closet on. somewhere
1: yeah. yeah, it is. Mm. God knows what else is on that the little DV tape. No. Really I'm, got a freaky yeah. shit I recorded.
0: My curiosity has been keyed. Did I say <laughs> your pure, curiosity? Your curiosity has been Your kicked? curiosity has Hey, been Angry k- Orchard. I thought that you only had like a 5% AB. Angry Orchard is really... What is going on? It's a sleeper. Okay, yeah. It'll keep your curiosity. It'll creep up on you.
1: Alright. Yeah, what the heck? Oh, Instagram it takes you so out of the present moment. Completely, right? You start looking, scrolling through photos and you're just gone. You get so absorbed into it. And then you, when you take it away from your face, it's like a little shocking to come back into whatever space you're actually in, you're actually existing in. And then you know, I don't know, if people that's just shocking. Them. I get a little shocked.
0: I feel shocked.
1: And it's also super addicting. Anything that just it's, it's, is it's, that that makes that keeps you coming back that much is a, maybe a little scary.
0: It does have an element of addiction that I don't get because it doesn't really give you pleasure, you know. A lot of the times when you think of things that are addicting, you know, people talk about being addicted to drugs or they addicted to sex or whatever it is or some kind of – or even food or something. Like, those are all things that kind of maybe – they'll get into your, like, endorphins or whatever that is. You know, they'll, they'll trigger the good feelings inside you, however bad they might be overall. Instagram doesn't really do that. It doesn't really, like <laughs> – it doesn't really make you – feel happy yeah,
1: but it but it is it is stimulating some kind of pleasure right otherwise we wouldn't do it we wouldn't it's just almost, keep going back to it i can't
0: even explain what it, it. Is you know what it i curiosity? know what it is
1: it's novelty dude it's just constant it's a constant source of new experience imagery like and and it's familiar usually sometimes it's people that you know too so it's like it's addicting
0: I like think that. it's the familiarity more so than
1: anything that does do that. you think you would if you're handed an envelope of pictures yes the answer is yes. Would you would you look through them? Would you flip through them as just as as addictively as you do a digital screen of pictures? You know no. what I mean. If you were like is a, no. An envelope of no. like from like that's a hard no. A, yeah. like printed photos. Would you be like, oh, this is Especially so addicting. I gotta if you keep, keep looking. May or may
0: not know. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's, I don't think
1: so. I think it's the
0: fact that it's so. Well, I think it's because usually a stack of printed photos tend to suck way more. Like when you see a photo on Instagram, it's probably usually. Some people just post whatever the fuck all the time But you know, people are usually like Okay, this is the one that's good Myself, for example, we go to New York As we did a few months back I might like choose like the one like Okay, this picture right here This shall represent my whole trip to New York So it's gotta be good So it'll make sure it's a good one I'm not gonna put all my vacation photos on there All the ones I just took of the skyline And the homeless guy washing his dog In the alley You know, like those pictures aren't all gonna go That was me Washing my dog I didn't want to tell you I saw you doing that, but I I feel ashamed. Don't feel shame. I'm yeah. just glad I've
1: kept your curiosity on that
0: one. You do on a regular basis. Again, <laughs> <You've>, I've lost.
1: you <laughs> I've lost any train well, of. Well, we I was were saying going. if you like printed out photos. Oh, printed out photos. Yeah. No because those are be all addictively. You half give me of them, another.
0: Give me another envelope of photos. I gotta look through half these. Half of them are gonna have somebody's thumb in the way. So you no, know, but no, like, But
1: let's say they are all good. Let's say they're all those beautiful, amazing photos. Like you, you wouldn't be rifling through those photos like you do no. on Instagram. No. I, I so said, I don't it's think. So here's better. my theory. I don't even think it's about the photo. I think it's about the act. Of being on this device, it's organized well. I'll we're, give it. What about stories? That's, stories that's, that's are like almost it. irresistible. Like if it's somebody you know, and it's somebody you constantly keep like and they know. Now they obviously put like the stories that you see the most people, people whose stories you view the most show up and you're just like i gotta click it it's mm. new because you know it's gonna go away too. you i gotta see it before it goes away no
0: yeah that's that's what i mean the organization i would give instagram credit the reason that i like to use it the most now is because it's been organized so well the combination of having the constant stream of photos that you can just literally like go through then the top of it has that little like story feature and they tend to always put the people at the top that you kind of want to look at it's built well The one thing I would say is it would be nice if they could sift through videos or have videos longer than a minute. Other than that, Instagram's kind of figured out app-wise the best.
1: Okay, so do do we decide that that Instagram does, in fact, make you... Let me propose this real quick. Yes. Do you ever find yourself coming off of using Instagram, like putting your phone down and feeling... Oh, I, feel gra- I feel happier. Never. I feel great now. As far
0: as whatever I looked at, no, it never actually, that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't create a happiness within you as these other vices that people have will. Like, you know, somebody who's addicted to weed or something might like take a hit and then be like, oh, there we go. I've been waiting for that all day. You know, something like that. Instagram doesn't do that. So I don't know why it's like an addiction for people. It, it just, uh, we should have started out with this, is is Instagram an addiction?
1: Well, I think that's pretty that's pretty clear, but I I think that the sad one. Okay, so I think that you know we we go on there because we think it's going to be like bringing us some kind of joy, satisfaction. I think it does up front. It satisfies that itch, that initial itch. But it doesn't leave you sad. It doesn't leave you satisfied or fulfilled. Never. After. No, it doesn't. And um, maybe
0: it- that's why you then go just click on it again because it didn't end up with the satisfied uh, feeling last time, and you're like, maybe this time it will. The other aspect we gotta discuss is that it kind of depends on what's going on in your personal. Maybe there's something yeah, that's but, like but making I, you sad in life. I, then it will magnify when you look at Instagram because then you look at things with like a negative eye. It's a platform to compare.
1: It's a comparing platform. You unconsciously compare your life to other people's lives. And anytime you're a, a comparing your life, yourself, to anybody, I think that's pretty much always a, like a joy zapper.
0: I always feel like it's not good to compare what you are, what you're doing to other people, especially those who are very successful. Look at somebody like uh, like, like LeBron James. Who's that? He's, he is a charismatic artist of, from the Discovery Channel.
1: Oh, okay. He's
0: actually a basketball player who's kind of dominated the sport for like well over a decade now okay. and he's like a year older than me so, i never
1: compare myself to lebron if that's what you're saying well
0: like it's professional athletes will make you do that because like their success comes at such an early point in life i remember thinking that in my 20s realizing i was starting to be the same age as a lot of these professional athletes that are all doing like so well you know and i'd be like struggling out of college but what i realized is like you can't put other people's life and where they're moving and what they're doing and and maybe beyond a career, maybe. Some people get jealous of other people when they have, like, a family, or like, oh, they're married, they have a house, whatever it is. Everybody's life moves at a different pace. That's why I think too much stress is often put on the number of an age. Everybody's existence moves at its own rate in a different way. Mm-hmm. So you can't really ever put what somebody else is doing in life and compare it to yours. Yeah. It'll bring out the angry curmudgeon within you that, you know, is ultimately the ugly side i think that everybody doesn't want to admit that they have but like everybody you know has flashes of that feeling at least you know
1: you know what i also think so there's that for sure as a comparison aspect and i also think just don't you just feel weird when you're like in the digital world for too long and you're so absorbed in this world that's not even real it's based on the real world but it's not the real world and, yeah. and it's just like i just think that the more time we spend there the you know i don't know i just think that get we're outside really Get outside, go chase a butterfly. Go
0: through a football with a friend. Toss a frisbee. Catch a fish with your bare mouth.
1: For all those bears out there listening? No,
0: no, no, your bare mouth. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know, but (laughs) (laughs) it's typically a bear activity. I I mean, I'm not so much... Have you tried it? I haven't
0: tried it. All right, well, maybe Uh, get out there and try I assumed it was too hard to actually accomplish. Maybe put down your fucking phone. Get off the Instagram and go catch a damn
1: salmon with your jaws! If I saw a human, any human do that, I would be like, dude, I'm going to compare myself to that guy because that guy's a freaking badass. I'm going to go
0: give him a fist bump and a cold beer because that was the coolest thing I've seen since last week. Yeah, that's pretty rad. I'm actually trying to visualize it and I can't right now. Like that, and he's just like, he's throwing his head around. Like, oh, yeah. now he's
1: shaking it like an animal yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, he would. This guy's awesome. If
0: he, you almost have
1: to if you just caught a...
0: <laughs> a I want to keep trying to remember a type of fish and I can't. Is there well... A salamander? Is that a fish? Salamander is not at all. Really? What is a salamander? A salamander
1: is a uh, amphibian, I think. I, I believe it's amphibian. I, I'm almost positive.
0: I like but, one episode of my podcast to not reveal something I don't know that should be common knowledge because I feel like that then, happens in every episode. Maybe in this episode, we revealed Ryan doesn't really actually know what a salamander is. Salamanders are cute little. They it's, look like
1: little, you know, like lizard types. I'm googling they, anyways. it. Anyways.
0: I'm Googling what a salamander. Anyways,
1: we're way too deep in salamander. There is no talk. such thing
0: as being too deep in what a salamander. I just want to Google and look at it. Oh you're right. Yeah, you were describing it right. That is yeah, I definitely didn't know that's what a salamander is. That's a salamander. At. Well stated. Okay. Just
1: take yourself to the local pet store, dude. You'd be surprised at how much you can learn.
0: Can I have a salamander as a pet? Do you think they have them? There? Yeah.
1: Fuck yeah. I'm pretty sure you can. Salamander's newts, geckos. I would name him Camelio. That'd be fucking awesome. You know why? Just name your son Camilio.
0: No, my salamander is Camilio.
1: And your son?
0: My son will be Rocky. Rocky
1: and Camilio. Yeah. I was like, Camilio.
0: Camilio. Yeah, I would say that to him every day when I walked into the door. Now we will discuss what I would name my pet salamander.
1: We're so far off topic right now. We're like back country. We took the from the highway to the dirt road to the back country to uh, we're completely guy. lost in the woods now.
0: The old guy we with were the dusty boots Instagram. with the sign. Yeah, no, yeah, I know we stopped talking. talking about Instagram, I think, at a decent point. We all know <clears throat> the deal with Instagram. Like, it's a vice, it doesn't really give us pleasure, but we're gonna look at it anyways. Don't do it, keep salvage your happiness. Stay <laughs> in the moment, don't
1: compare. <laughs> Be present! A salamander named
0: camilio and live happily. I will do that. I'm gonna put that on the back burner. Next time I feel like I just wanna do something random today, I'm gonna go to the pet store and look for a salamander. I'm gonna walk up and say, do you have a salamander? We will get back to this. Sometimes I like that challenge. Like yeah, uh, test me. Let's go. Think I won't do it. Watch me. Drive me to the pet shop right now. Drive me to the pet. All right, shop. I could drive. I guess I have a vehicle. you can both work. Okay, on Camelia Salamander. It is now time for thing number dos. Thing number dos. Thing number dose. What was funny about that one is I was actually just watching Greg as he wasn't looking at me, and I knew as soon as I said it, not only would he repeat it in his thing number voice, but he would also follow suit and say dose. So again, you know me too well, Salamano. This guy figured Camilio. out Camilo Salamano. We could just start calling me that too. I don't know. We'll yeah. see if it catches on. Just change the name. Thing number two. Number two. What is the difference? between irrational fears and rational fears? Well, okay, I can just dive right
1: in. I'm That's a little it. afraid to do it, but That's is that rational or irrational? The water's warm. Well, I think the obvious, right? Like the rational fear is this could really hurt me or kill me or cause harm. So um, this, is, see,
0: this is why I didn't even want to bring it up to you before because when we were discussing potential topics, I said, what is the difference between rational fear and irrational fear? And he just said, well, uh, irrational has two more letters. So one of them has an ear. Something the along those lines. Yeah, something of that nature. And I was like, this is why we can't even talk about it. I'm going to save it. And then he never says the I same thing Yeah, I he never it. says it the same Fucking way twice. That's why it. I can't even talk about it. I can't time. even do this. No, 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 But keep going on the on the train of thought that you're on. You're right.
1: Um, no, yeah. Well, I mean, in some fears we make up. Other fears are real. The irrational fears a lot of times are like, oh, people going to judge us or, or whatever. We would call those irrational fears. But I think they make sense in it. Like we're social beings, so we need to have. We need to be gain acceptance in the group. So it's like it is kinda of rational because you want to be a part of the you're gonna be left out of the group for being a quote unquote weirdo or whatever, you know, like that's my two cents. Any anybody's going drink
0: some angry angry orchard right now. Get angry on orchard while I discuss my stance on irrational fears. The way I look at it, I don't like to live in fears, so I don't think about fears really at all. I don't wanna say it away way like, oh, I, I feared nothing. Because if I was in the ocean and I saw a shark, you damn right, I would feel fear. What I'm saying is I don't go into that ocean thinking, fuck, I hope I don't see a shark. That never crosses my mind. To me, an irrational fear is a fear that's out of my control. I'll give you an example. When Justino lived here, he's the kind of guy who is always prepared for the worst. He always has a bunch of waters around him. He's always basically ready for the apocalypse. When he lived here, we're right across the street from the ocean. He was always afraid of tsunamis. I have never once thought about a tsunami my whole life. Because to me, it's the kind of thing where it's like, if the very, very, very unlikely event of a tsunami happened, I'd be like, shit, now I gotta figure this out. My mind just basically doesn't have the time for that bullshit. It doesn't have the time to worry about fears that aren't present in front of me or in my life. How
1: does that affect your everyday life? Do you do you find yourself in conundrums that you did not anticipate?
0: No, very rarely, very rarely. And I'm good on my feet, so I feel like I, that's a thing. It's like if a tsunami came, I'd be like, that thing's not taking me down. A fucking wave is not gonna take me out. No, maybe some of that is just brash, you know, falsehoods to think of. But like in my head, I'm like, no, I'll figure out a way. I think it helps me on a daily basis because I've removed that stuff from my brain And left more room for more pressing thoughts or things that are going to benefit me now.
1: Yeah, tsunamis. Tsunamis. That's a. I've never. I don't really ever think about tsunamis. Of all the natural disasters to worry about, that one doesn't really seem that pressing.
0: No, it's happened like never in California. (laughs) Never really happened. I don't think it's ever happened here. Yeah.
1: I mean, that that'd be wild.
0: I mean, you could drive around and think, "Fuck, I hope a meteor doesn't hit my car." It could happen. People get struck by meteorites. People get hit by lightning and shit, and that's only when it's lightning, you know. But like. Yeah, I kind of think though, like getting
1: struck by a meteorite would be pretty rad. Like as long as it doesn't cause too much damage, just be able
0: to say, like,
1: dude is object god knows how far away in space space chose me struck my freaking body and i survived how,
0: well who says that you survived well
1: it's in gotta, my imaginary scenario it yeah, just grazes me and a it. dope scar and i'm like Look i'd out. be
0: fucking pissed because i'm like of all the things that are like the one in a billion things that could happen why couldn't i get one of the good ones why couldn't i fucking hit the lottery no yeah. i had to be the guy that got hit by a damn meteor rock yeah
1: are those people that Fuck get struck by fate. lightning multiple times
0: that's actually happened?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people, some people have gotten struck, like, many times, many, several okay, times. Okay, well,
0: at a certain point, I'm, like, looking at that person, like, what the fuck are you doing in Lightning Storm? Yeah. Are you running around the golf course with a nine iron? Like, what, like, yeah. you know, like, you're, It's at, at a certain point, I'm you're looking at you, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing, though? What What do you want I about? get more concerned that, like, I might fuck something up. Like, say, like, you slept in and you missed work or something like that now I'm gonna try to do what I can to prep myself for that I'm not gonna be stupid I'm gonna go to bed early I'm gonna set like four alarms and stuff so that's how I handle dealing with those fears but that's kind of more my I have like these personal I don't have physical fears as much as just like you know things that I'm gonna do to fuck so with that my own be, future are
1: those rational or irrational I
0: think those are more rational fears the more irrational fear to me is the concern that there's sharks in the ocean and I've always been like an ocean goer. So I've been swimming in the ocean like literally since I was like five months old. My mom tells me I would like crawl backwards into the ocean and laugh about it like when I was a baby. So I literally never like worried about sharks. And I know a lot of people that are like, no, nah, I don't fuck with the ocean. I don't want to get bit by a shark. I'm like, dude, you're not going to go deep enough for sharks. And, like I just think it's dumb to keep yourself from the joys that the ocean brings just because there's like one shark attack in America every year I don't know I don't have the stats on it but I know it's like super fucking rare and I've never seen a shark I've been around the beach my whole life and I've never seen a shark in the water so that's shark enough
1: shark though it's enough it's enough for a shark to just bite no it would fuck- and I don't want to get mine
0: to still ruin your day I don't want to get bit by a shark even a little bit but I'm not worried about it I'm not gonna live in fear of it
1: okay what it. if you
0: you know what I got a game for us we could play this we could call a rational versus rational fear Okay, All right, you ready okay. for this?
1: Rational versus yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Bye. gonna
0: throw you some fears okay. that I I have deep inside, and you tell me if you believe them to be rational Whoa, or rational. Inside. Yeah, I had to like I had to explore deep within my my okay. soul. Yeah, you this know? is like in a my therapy gullet, session now. Way in the scallion. So take me back to in, in the scallion child. section of my. You You're in the lower
1: scallion yeah, region yeah, of your. S-
0: in the lower scallion region. Fear number one. This guy come buses. Up. Bus noises. Bus noises. Recording a podcast with a bus that won't stop circling my house. Is that an irrational fear or a rational fear? Well, that's pretty rational. I think. Yeah, it's because I'm fucking dealing with it every fucking day. All right. Next one. Giving my card number over the phone to try to solve a problem that's just pissing me off and then getting bait frauded or frauded. Maybe it was a uh, citation or something and they're like, "Oh yeah, just give us a bank number." And then you give them that and then they're like, "Okay, cool, we solved it." And then next thing you know, the bank's like, "Yo, somebody just bled you dry." Somebody just homie. charged I don't know why the bank manager is talking to me like the homie at the beach telling me to hit that wave.
1: I mean, have you ever had credit card fraud? I have, yes. Then that's rational. Yeah. I'm
0: gonna call that rational you've
1: experienced it you know the discomfort and anguish that comes along with such yeah. an experience and so therefore you are tentative in circumstances that require you to give this information out I think that's qualifies as rational right.
0: we'll check that out rational. Yes. you know what you know what actually it's just more of an inconvenient than anything now like the way our banks work now is like they'll put it back like when they realize like oh all these all these transactions happen in Oklahoma and it's yeah, very good, like, easy to trace. They'll be like, okay, we'll get you back to where you're so supposed to be. So maybe it's
1: an irrational fear because you get your info back. You get your but back. it's
0: an inconvenience to go through. And, like, that's just because I caught it. Some people might not even have the wherewithal to be able to catch that. It could ruin, like, an older woman who just doesn't understand how that works. And, you know, it's so... I mean, a lot of things can ruin an but older woman. I don't you looking. You're looking at one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit that one out. No, no i give it in. It it's giving a it in. dirty dog. <laughs> No. Alright, well,
1: so give me another example of a, right. of a fear. I'm walking around with a new
0: pair of pants that I just bought yesterday. It is Friday, all the way into Saturday morning. I still have the pants on. It was a good night. Maybe I slept in the pants. I don't know. But then I look at them, and they still have that fucking sticker on the back that says, like, your waist size, the tag, the oh, sticker yeah. thing. And I just didn't know it was there. So that Long means I walked around inside. all fucking day with that stupid-ass New pants sticker. Yeah. Rational or irrational fear?
1: You're afraid that you might miss that sticker? Keep it on all day? I don't
0: really think that's... Is that irrational? I think it's irrational, yeah. you ever have that feeling like, shit, how many people like were laughing at my expense today? How many people were snickering? Yeah. And I didn't even know it. Didn't even
1: know it. No one told me that's I had a giant piece of spinach em- in my teeth the whole freaking that. day. It's embarrassing.
0: Yeah, so like the fear of being that, of doing that. Okay, there's a good one right there. Is that a rational fear that you're like, oh shit? If I had something stuck in my teeth, for a while? that moment when you think maybe there's something on you, they're like, whoa, oh my god, it's up and on my face. Mm. That moment, that's a rational fear, I think. Yeah, I think so. For a no moment, even no one wants, to feel, if it's no a one wants moment. to
1: feel embarrassed. Also, no one wants to feel gross, like they have something in their teeth or they're just like an unhygienic,
0: Un- unkempt piece
1: yeah. of human. Look, God has got to get it together. Get your shit together.
0: So do we land on rational or irrational for that?
1: I think that's... The pant one's irrational,
0: I think. Okay. But the thing in your teeth, that one's more rational. Because that's hygiene. Yeah. All right. How about being on a game show? Some kind of show where it's like sort of live TV. And then you blank for a second on what to say. And you say something incredibly stupid that just lands in the all-time... Category of and stupid. then it goes viral. And then it's and on then the it's fucking like YouTube the next day. 17 it's on Instagram views. on like every account that like posts this shit. They're like, and it's your face now. Yeah. It's just known as like stupid game show guy. We've seen those people in the past. Remember the guy that was like wearing the Indiana sweatshirt on Wheel of Fortune who literally botched every answer. And like he even had all the words in front of him, oh, Achilles heel. Everybody called it Achilles heel. And they literally were like, no, that's wrong. I'm sorry. Did you not get educated at Indiana like what yeah. and he was all standing there with his proud Indiana sweater that's one of those clips that just pop up like all across Facebook literally mm-hmm. for years now and it's like that guy's the face of stupid and the face of Indiana and like you know I don't know, people from Indiana are not stoked that that, that guy that's represents sad. them you know irrational or rational mm-hmm.
1: I think that might be I think that might be irrational
0: if I was actually going on a game show then it's very rational fear like fuck don't say something stupid Ryan it's the Indy 500 out there man it's road rash remember that game Road Rash is good, yeah. It's a good game. Yeah, you can, like attack yeah, someone with, hit, like a chain. chain. That's yeah. the first thing I think of when I think of Road Rash. Yeah,
1: that chain. What I mean.
0: Does that actually happen in the world of motor? I hope not.
1: Yeah, in my Corolla, I just <laughs> chain people. Like, why the, the
0: fuck are you hitting me with a chain right now? I'm on a motorcycle. You fucking maniac. Yeah, um,
1: that, I think that's pretty rational, though, man. No one wants to be embarrassed in and you know, in front of millions of folks. But then, do millions of folks even uh, watch Will of
0: Origin? I don't know. It's gonna be enough. It's like, it's that. It's honestly the meme. It's, Being afraid of being turned into a meme that just never ends and it just makes the rounds and all those same accounts that everybody for some reason follows, picks them up. Yeah, that sucks.
1: Yeah, that does suck.
0: All right. I got one more. I'm at work. I'm feeling saucy. I want to hear some of my early '90s jams, but I'm kind of almost feeling soft jams a little bit. So I start hitting some Mariah jams. Mariah, low key got some jams. Or oh, somebody of that. Dream
1: Lover. Uh, what else Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker.
0: Honey. Honey. Loverboy. Very underrated Mariah jam. I don't think I know. Yeah, lover most people guys. don't. That was one of my favorites. It features Ludacris and roysta 5'9 and Debrett and Cameo. It's a it's a remix of Cameo's. Uh, Candy. I do a lot about this song. That was a great song. I listened to it a lot. So, uh, but I'm listening at work. That's one of those ones, because I used to do this aloud. I'm listening to uh, Carrie Jam, and I have a fear that I accidentally am just going to rip out the headphones out of my computer, and then everybody in the office will know I'm listening to Heartbreaker by Mariah Carey. Rational or irrational fear?
1: Uh, it's a great song I think you get nothing to be ashamed
0: of you just gotta wear it you just own it I think
1: it. yeah just own what you like man yeah. own what you like cause it's like a girly song or something
0: well yeah you, I mean it's just kind of one of those ones where sometimes like you know I worked at the NFL so it was like I, <laughs> I don't want to say I want that blasting through the office all loud and just having to explain that to a bunch of football guys like I think it was an ad I don't really and I actually had a similar moment when I was at Fox I didn't even put the song on but it came on it was playing Bad Girls and I was just letting it run. Like, Bad
1: Girls is Bad Girls, Man Girls. Bad Girls. That man, girl Girls. Bad Girls. I mean, dude, that beat, you can't
0: even. It's just a good I love that beat, yeah. No, so I was song. having fun with it. And it was at the park that was like, toot toot. beep beep Beat, beat, uh beep beep, beep. beep. yeah yeah, yeah 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 so the guy next to me he started like doing this dance and he started like, looking at me so it's going like two too. two uh beep beep and i was like oh my god so it's one of those things where i had that moment of fear where i was like does everybody in the office hear what i'm listening to right now so i had that wave of fear run through me because i was fine listening to it but i was like shit i didn't know on yeah, everybody I I knows i think that's a rational fear
1: Masculinity is so it's
0: so f- fragile or something. Some fickle pick. Whatever yeah. that be.
1: Dudes just need to get over... Sometimes
0: we just want to jam to a female pop artist, all right? Seriously, can that and just... And they make can some jams just... too. Do you hear the beat? Did you hear the beat? Working with it, okay? She be killing it. Thank you for playing Rational versus Irrational. Here's what I think we do now. Take a little break. Okay. Go get angry on a couple more orchards. Let's go apple picking. And then I say we go to the hat. Are you ready for that? Sounds like a plan. All right to the hat we will be back Ooh. and we are
1: back so we're making our listener take a faux break
0: why are yeah. we
1: doing that to them it's just is it just is it it because. because it, no is i know it's because you want
0: to give a little mental break from our freaking jibber jabber yeah, and maybe it gets them back on point if we started to uh, ramble a bit on the last one. Which, let's be honest, we do that a little bit. Do some rambling, yeah. It's kind of our forte. Uh, it's it's clever rambling though. I'll give us props on that. But oh, then they,
1: they do need they they're like you know what
0: if I want to snap them back and be like yo thing number three it's time for and it's like first you got to hear a little break and then it's like now we're back and we are at thing number three. Number three.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was just waiting to see if you were going to fill some space
0: there. No, I wanted to see you do your your standard thing number three. There it is. (laughs) And as is usually customary, especially when Gregor Rice is in the building, we will go to the hat. Hat. The
1: hat of fate. Oh, yep. are you, it, am I gonna I do the
0: honors it. here? It, it, you're doing the honors. I'm gonna shake it up for you real good. All right, real good. let me shake a little more. Okay,
1: sift it around. Pull some bad bitch here. out of there. Read not, the subject. Try to not disturb the lice living in the house. Oh, the lice land. is
0: staying there for good. Don't worry, it's not going anywhere.
1: All right, we gotta talk about number three. Number three Do people still have phones attached to their homes? I believe they call those home phones, landlines. Landlines. All right. That is still a, a thing. Good hat subject. I, I, the know, question
0: is why? Why do? Oh, why do they? No, no. no. I'm. I think it's I'm just, just do they. modifying that. Okay, why? Well, no, because like my grandparents always had a phone. They had like a signature ring that like, I still don't remember to this day. But I know my parents. They both had phones in their house. That at a certain point, I'd say around the mid 2000s, they just stopped answering on. Because once cell phones became the main source of phone, anybody that actually called their landlines, they're like, nah, it's bullshit. Nobody, nobody answer. Anybody that actually wants to reach me will call my phone that I actually yeah. answer, so. it would
1: be so creepy to just be like, if we're sitting here and then we just
0: hear, Ring, and it's like you're in your house. That's I, so miss, weird. I miss that sound a little bit. I do, I miss the sound of like, because I remember... This is one of the reasons I actually love our age of when we came up because we both came up at times when that was how we had to communicate. Cell phones mm-hmm. barely existed. I didn't have a phone until I was in high school. For a good portion of my life, the phone rang. Somebody had to get it. Yep. Somebody was like, whoever's closest. And we always had that moment where you kind of look around and you're like, are you going to get that? I don't really want to talk. To you. I was always like, were you eager? I was always yeah. I wanted. You were ready I'll to like talk to a strange person over the who phone. Who could it be? You never know. Who it could, who be. could and, it like, be Now it's so crazy that like, it was a little bit of a game because back then we didn't have texting. If you wanted to actually talk to somebody or discuss a meeting happening, maybe a bit of information, maybe even a show. I used to have friends that would do that. Like, dude, are you watching The Simpsons right now? What? Yeah, dude, that's no, it's good to Flip over to because we didn't have DVR. We didn't like channels were actually like basic numbers. They were yeah. like, hey dad, can you flip it to channel 12 real quick? And then we're like watching at the same time, live action, whatever it is like, shit, this is crazy. Or maybe it wasn't crazy. And you're like, why did you even tell me? So I Some was... some people are still living that life, that landline life. I don't know if they are or not. I, I don't think it matters to those that didn't. But I, why? Part, why, would you, why it was like a fun element of life just because it's not like that anymore. It just exists in our memories now, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean it was around for a long time before us too. You know, like the landline was it, for like fifty, sixty, whatever. With like how many those years. rotary
0: phones, were like
1: <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. Like, That's how my grandma's phone. Those was, yeah. are like satisfying to move that dial around, let it go, move it yeah. around, let it go. If you dialed something, you're like oh shit, I gotta we're start like, it again. Yeah, let's start
0: a little again. This guy's got two nines and an eight. How bad do I even want to talk to this asshole? <laughs> They're definitely a novelty at this point. I don't think anybody really needs it in their home
1: landlines are a gamble you pick it up you don't know who it is you're committed at that point you know they know your home you're locked in
0: did you guys have it connected to the wall
1: no i think we had mostly the, we had of those ones with like the long cord that comes out of the wall and you can pick it up and move that part around oh you can move around it was like a mobile phone around your house it was a mobile mobile phone yeah remember those like super cool see-through ones for a while Oh, like like you can like see the wires and stuff? and
0: yeah. The, yeah, like lit up inside. Yeah, I remember for the longest time we only had the one line that was connected to the wall with a cord. Because I've never been a person that wants to talk on the phone when anybody else can hear me. I'm the same way. Because then there's other people that like to talk really loud and they think they're... Like if somebody talks on the phone in the car while there's other people in, and you can tell they're almost like putting on a show because they think everybody's listening. Yeah, I make a point to start talking to somebody else at that point, just so they know, hey, we're not oh, all here. I don't care about this you. is not your stage.
1: But then there's also people that really don't care, and they just they like, have conversations, just loud as and they fuck. don't. Yeah. They're not so even so
0: different either. than how I am. Yeah, I, know. I was wired very differently there. I go like
1: a hundred yards away. I walk
0: from... away. I get I get into the middle of the ocean. So let me call
1: you back in forty five minutes when I'm away from all of humanity.
0: Or even when you would get slightly older and you would have to call a landline to like talk to a girl you liked. Remember that?
1: That was super like, nerve wracking. You had to
0: pump yourself up, and then you call, and like her dad answers, oh, and it'd be God. like a you night. Gotta get past that. I remember actually having yeah, that one time. You no, guys like why? Dude, because they would pick up the phone. Who's there? And yeah. you don't know who he is. Yeah, why is he like Daniel J. Lewis? Yeah. Oh man. Hello, who's there? That? Yeah, that'd be a terrifying voice to hear. Pick up a line. You're like, oh, this guy would totally backhand a child. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. That was no- scary. That was nothing really scary. would make your heart race quicker than when the phone actually started ringing. And you're like, oh my god, I forgot how talking works.
1: You almost hope they don't pick up so you don't have. and then they do, and it's like, oh shit.
0: Yeah, so yeah, you start almost rooting for now. the voicemail.
1: Yeah, that was scary times, man.
0: And you know what's funny is we're so desensitized from not calling now. You know, I like Somebody to call. Know. I like to call a lot more. Now. I do like to call, but this is a little bit of an out of the blue move because I know people don't actually do phone calls much these days. But I feel like going for a phone call. You almost start getting that same sort of butterflies you would had as a kid because you know it's such an outlandish thing to do to actually make a phone mm. call now. And then you st- also still go like maybe it'll just go to the voicemail. Yeah. And then in a voicemail, you're a little bit more home for you. You're I like, never leave voicemails. Really? I never like to leave voicemails. I'll tell if you. If they what,
1: don't answer, I leave. A, I send a text.
0: I'm a good voicemail leaver. I, I don't, don't do it you, as much. Yeah,
1: you are. You leave some solid voicemails. Yeah.
0: And also, as a result of that, I would get great voicemails in return. Because they would get yours. You get what you give. Some yeah. of them were from you, actually. You'd, oh, yeah. And then
1: you'd... It's kind of like a... It's an unspoken agreement. You leave me a good voicemail, you hey, can get one back. You got one coming your you way. Come- calling now, though. It's almost like tr- a brace. It's an like, intrusion. Like, yeah, like, whoa. Was this person calling me?
0: what you know it's is your house bit. on fire are you in an emergency like, yeah. yeah
1: like yeah, what's yeah. wrong what's it's, wrong it's very it's, it's very like demanding of your attention right now
0: and that's frustrating a little bit to me because you get so much more out of conversation and so much more than you do in like a text conversation and you know like once it's agreed upon that this is okay to do mm-hmm. you're gonna have a great conversation about you it. know what i've been doing more now too is uh i used to hate it now i'm facetiming more now it is nice in doses, but I've also known those people who, once they establish a FaceTime they relationship with you, then they do it every time. Yeah. And There's just some times where it's like, FaceTime doesn't work right now. I'm sorry, I don't... No,
1: no, no, you can't, it's not an every... Yeah, FaceTime's
0: yeah. not an everyday no, thing. No, yeah, it can't be an every time thing. I, no, I, I, sometimes I'm okay I with switch
1: it. it up. I text, I call, I do Morse code every now and then I, I send some smoke signals. A couple pigeons
0: with notes tied to their yeah, wing. Yeah, carrier pigeons. Was that ever actually a thing that you think worked? Yeah. It had to be the only method that that person had, you know? Who was that mountain man that had, like, some series in the 70s? I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up in my head. I imagine there was a TV series once where there was, like, a mountain man who was like, Come here, Gale. And he brought his trusty pigeon over. He's like, Take this note to the Far East Mountains. Let them know what has happened here. Maybe not a pigeon. Maybe it was a hawk. He knows hmm. exactly what the fuck his job is. And he drops it off. To the, and they're like, Oh, look at this. And it like works out exactly as he had planned. He soars right back to his shoulder, and he goes back to mountaineering. There's gotta be. He
1: could have easily just sent a text in that situation.
0: Or like you know, just throwing a rock. <laughs> hey, no, I don't think he had try to get the your attention. I don't think he had. Hey, throw this rock hey in the look this way. He
1: could have used his voice. I don't know. I think that it probably did happen a lot. Also, it didn't. I'm sure sometimes people, like, sometimes birds... Mostly not, yeah. Yeah, they just get distracted by bird stuff, because they're birds. And they're it's like,
0: c- why am I I'm going to carry this message? I'm going to go live my bird life. Oh, oh, is that a worm? Okay, fuck your message. I'm dropping that immediately. I think if- we've come to the conclusion that
1: landlines, because <laughs> <laughs> we're now talking about pigeons. <laughs> we- landlines are weird. Why do people have them? Because they're just weird. Well they were helpful and, at one time. Yeah, they're helpful at one time. No, you know what, I think you just have to be like above the age of like seventy to have a landline <laughs> in your house.
0: Anyone under the age of seventy with a landline will be arrested on the spot.
1: Yep, yeah, landlines are weird. Get a cell phone, old oh, people. We love you, but they're just far more convenient. And they're really not that hard to use. Just give them a try.
0: Oh, man, my grandpa was against cell phones for the longest time, and he fucking loves this phone. They, they probably feel like it's
1: some kind of devil technology, you know? Yeah, what that there's a
0: devil on that phone? Yeah, And it is. They're watching you. They're listening to you. It's better that they don't know that, but that's probably exactly what's happening. It's really what's actually happening. So they're really is. the wise ones, man. But they're not going to do it to spy on you. They're just going to sell some, like, mint cookies that's all they're gonna like start putting ads of whatever cookie you're talking about in your phone at school i just
1: feel like but people can also prowl on you if you have a landline too they can call you and harass Mm -hmm. you and it just feels so personal it's like you know where my house is even though you just know my number but it's like how did you you reach my house house? that must have tripped
0: a lot of people out when landlines started being a new thing like when they started first getting telemarketers being like how did you get this number why do you know where i live are you watching me right now? They start looking through the blinds and they're like, That must have tripped the first telemarketer call. Must have tripped somebody the fuck out. I yeah. like thinking about like when things first happened and like how people might have reacted to it. The and first
1: telemarketer. Them. The first telemarketer. Hello, is Mr. Jones there? This is Mr. Jones mm-hmm. speaking. My name is Mike Brown. I'm calling from the telephone company <laughs> of North America. I'm wondering if you're enjoying your service, sir.
0: I am, Mike Brown. Thank you for calling my house. What can I do for you today? Well, if you like what you got, wait
1: till you hear what I've got. More cell phone. I mean, more cell phone. (laughs) More landline service. I don't know where I'm going with this.
0: No no, 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 But I also like that everybody that we imitate back in the 50s, they all talked like this fast-talking New Yorker who all knew exactly what they were going to say, and they were very confident in their speak. Yeah. And I wonder how much of that's just TV or if that's, like, actually how people I actually
1: speak. really talk right? like, well, right, you doing? Say, to it's me, I wow. well, well
0: then, say. I think so. my telephone's working fine. How did you get this number, may I ask? Your wife, Deborah, gave we it. What's tell- that say you say about my wife? Deborah? enter this room right now. Why does this man, Mike Brown, know your name? And why does he know what I'm about? Are you watching my son play out back right now? I'm going to stop the 50s trope (laughs) of the, uh, the standard dad.
1: It was fun to do, though.
0: I haven't... It was cool for a odd second. I haven't performed theater in quite some time, so that gave me some you juice.
1: Just, you nailed that one. It was an Academy Award-winning performance. Definitely not. Oh, we've been talking for what feels like four hours now.
0: Yeah, Greg is petering out hard on this one. Pulled up a nightcap and laid down in his sleeping bag at this point.
1: I'm just like, wake me up when our podcast is over. I'm going <laughs> to drop the gate on
0: thing number three, and that means that we've talked about three things, Greg. So. Nice, we did it. We've reached the end of... Of this podcast episode, I
1: think we had some high notes there for the first ten Mo- minutes. <laughs> Mostly
0: lows, but there might have been a high note or two. Uh, Greg, do you want to give any parting words of wisdom to the couple listeners that have made it all the way to this point?
1: Don't believe the hype. Landlines are not underrated. That was a lot of double <laughs> negatives. I don't even.
0: I tried to follow them all, but I don't even. And I would say, "Fuck you, son."
1: <laughs> oh, you're just cursing your future son yeah i'm probably gonna say it <laughs> a
0: lot at some point
1: why are you just why are you just cursing your future maybe progeny. i'm just progeny
0: called... that makes no sense yeah, i don't know he'll probably deserve it if it <laughs> it's a weird thing to, it's i weird wouldn't thing, get it's angry weird thing to
1: say son after fuck you like i know that's why i name, said it right usually
0: fuck you son am i talking to my son or am i talking to like just some oh i figured a it was your actual, actual son well, I, if I had a son and I told him to fuck off, that little bastard deserved it. Because when I see people yelling at their kids, I'm always like, damn, I can't even imagine being that mean to a child. Like I've just not been put in a place where I actually want to tell a son to fuck off. But if I'm at that point, that fucking bastard, Dude. Is absolutely. I'm being afraid him. for your future He's child. Chill. He'll be chill. Rocky will be a good lad. <laughs> Camilio. Camilio will be my pet salamander, and Rocky will be a little fun-loving chap that runs around the backyard. With one overall strapped down because I'm in a 90s culture. Because I'm in a 90s culture, I'm going to dress him up like a 90s stud. Just like I was. (laughs) Dead silence dead silence there's not an audience in the room greg it's gonna be dead silence it's a weird feeling when you don't know where you're going but you just keep forging on ahead anyway that's, right now yeah i feel like we're yeah we're just we're podcast. like
1: bearing down and there's a blizzard and we're just going we're still taking steps we gotta we're keep like, moving to find shelter here's,
0: here's the thing greg we don't need to take any more steps you could literally call it right <laughs> Yeah, but Put I feel foot like foot now is when it's getting interesting because we don't now have. Now it's. it's it did not just start getting good at the one hour. No, <laughs> yeah, we just don't have any.
1: Mark. When we don't have any general direction, isn't that when it gets exciting? It does. When you're just out there in the in deep, the, in, dark like, abyss of the oh open international waters. I just coursed my nothing. unburned unborn son. That's You just coursed <laughs> your unburned son. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Curse you, Angry Orchard Parrots and been Fuck, Damn you multiples? for twisting my tongue! Yeah, no, but Orchard. I didn't foresee myself telling my non-existent son to fuck off, but that's what the non-direction of the final steps of the podcast is brought. Say that was my words of wisdom too your words of wisdom were fuck off son it was a
1: personal (laughs) message to your future son that was where your words of wisdom and it was fuck you
0: our listeners deserve better Ryan nah that's exactly what they get All right, (laughs) they know the deal or if they don't you know what you signed up for
1: I think that overall this podcast if I were to rate it on a scale of 1 to 2 I'd probably give it (laughs)
0: <laughs> Six and a half Nah, I'd probably give it about a 1.6 It's pretty high on a scale of two Yeah? I'll take that That's like an A- It felt good. like an A- effort I feel like we can bring better to A- I don't you know even what? know if we're an
1: A- or this Probably one, a solid uh, B Listen, I'm not too proud to say You know what, hey, say-
0: let's set the bar for the future episodes high You always want room to improve Yeah yeah, yeah, Let's leave that room out there. Fuck you, son. <laughs> so, what is this, a bee? Your child's going to come home with a report card? Says, I would definitely you, not son. tell my son to fuck off for the bee. Son, all right? I don't know. You know, I wouldn't give him too much pride, but I would not I would definitely not curse him for that. wouldn't be that dad. Uh, are you going to so, be a dad? All right. On that That's note, a whole nother... <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you trying to on say right that, now? that, I would say, on behalf of Greg Mestis... I'm Ryan Castle. Thank you for listening to the three things we got to talk about podcasts. Fuck you, son. (laughs) We are out of here. Oh, man.